0: on today's episode we are going to take a look at three real estate companies that are down big from their all-time highs right now each of them are expected to see crazy revenue growth right now we're in a crazy crazy real estate market so like always we're going to learn what they do we're going to learn where they make money their balance sheet fundamentals future growth and much more if this is your first time here make sure to hit the subscribe button don't forget to hit the thumbs up and make sure to stay tuned we're at live stream here on youtube taking a look at stocks you want me to look at So let's get started. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. The Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks, and right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services, The Fool offers. Through The Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month, you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stack advisor is right for you thanks again to the motley fool and now on to today's video All right, so the first stock we're going to take a look at is Zillow. This is a company that the, that buys your home, sells your home and rents out your home. So Zillow is pretty much everywhere during the real estate process. They own different brands. For example, Zillow where you can use their internet website to kind of search for homes right and they have advertisement brandings and other stuff there to collect revenues then they have their premier agents where you can sell your homes through them um, they collect some form of fee zillow also buys your home with zillow offers another way they take fees from that transaction and then once they resell your home they take fees from there as well zillow rentals zillow home loans right they, if you want to take out a loan you can go through there and the closing services so you can see zillow is pretty much all through the Real estate purchasing process and they collect fees in every single process from them as well. So, Silo stock right now is traded under the NASDAQ as taker CG. It's currently sitting at $138.94 with a market cap of $33 billion. From its 52 week high, the stock has pulled back a nice amount, over 31% at the moment. So, you can see, right, it's crazy the amount of pullback, but I'm happy we've seen these pullbacks. It helps eliminate a nice portion of the risk. So, if we want to take a closer look at how Zillow makes money they have three revenue segments first is the mortgage segment here's where they deal with obviously the mortgages of purchasing a home through their Zillow mortgages they also have the IMT segment this is the biggest portion of their revenue this is their internet media and technology segment this is you using their platform they collect some fees from just Hosting and listing houses here and there, advertisement as well. Then they have their home segment. Their home segment is mainly when they buy a home and kind of resell that home. So we can see from their overall income, they're only profitable in their IMT service and in their mortgage segments. Right now, their home segment is still at a loss. They are profitable in adjusted EBITDA, but if we take a look and we're gonna take a look at gap earnings, they're still not profitable. So some recent news about Silo, they recently acquired this company called showtime and this is an industry leader in home touring technology one of the great things about showtime is showing time is if you are a home buyer or you're a home seller you can have can have a schedule of when you want people to come and look at your house and people sign up on that schedule making that whole transaction and people coming over to view your house a lot easier right it's not just a random time now if we take a look at fundamentals in the past three years Silo has grown crazy levels Right. in 2020 it grew its revenue 21 percent in 2019 it grew 105 percent in 2018 it grew 23.8 percent if we take a look at future growth this company is expected to grow its revenue 30.1 percent on average for the next three or five years so historically it's been a huge grower and in the future still expected to continue that strong growth if we take a look the company in the future is expected to be profitable by 2022 so that's great news gap earnings it is expected to see that positive cash um, that positive revenue growth and it is also positive in cash flow from operations so that's something that's super super excited and in their most recent earnings we can see their balance sheet does look pretty strong they have about 3.9 billion dollars in cash and about 2.9 2.3 billion dollars in debt right this is a company that is positive in cash flow from operations and it is positive in a beta values so we um so it's okay to have that kind of debt with that kind of cash if we take a look at analysts there's about seventeen following the company 13 give it a buy two give it a hold and two give it a sold so this a sell so this is a moderate buy the average price right now is 199 dollars, and that's about a 43 percent upside from where the stock is at right now the second stock we're going to take a look at is one very similar and if you compare Zillow, you most likely talk about this one. So this is Redfin, pretty much the same services that Zillow has. Um, if we take a look, this is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker RDFN. It's currently sitting at $65.64 with a market cap of $6.7 billion. This is a much, much smaller company than Zillow. From its all-time 52-week high, the stock is down about 32%. If we take a look at the revenue segment, the company right now makes most of its revenue from real estate services, very similar to Silo. The other portion is properties like Silo Homes and then it's Others, unfortunately, though the company is not profitable. Very similar to Silo, right? The only one that really makes money for them is the real estate service. Their property is still at a negative. So some recent news about Redfin. They now offer cash home offers to Boston. Redfin now also launches in Tuscan, and it reopens in Las Vegas. They also just did an acquisition of Rentpath. Rentpath operates leading rental sites, including apartmentguy.com Rent.com, Rentals.com rent combined with rent pad, redfin can now be a destination for all north american consumers looking for a home not for those just looking to sell right also those looking to rent or maybe even rent out their property so that's a pretty smart, smart move from redfin in my opinion and it's going to bring a new form of revenue to them some other stuff they did offer a 500 million dollar convertible senior notes this is not due till 2027 i'm pretty sure this is going to help them do that acquisition of Rentpath. If we take a look at recent news for Redfin and some of these news can actually go with Zillow as well. March was actually the hottest month in housing history says Redfin. The national medium house price sets a record of $353,000 in March and that's up 17% from 2020 and a record high of growth. So right now houses are insane. What else do we have? Housing supply shortage intensify driving prices up 18 percent right obviously it's gonna suck that there's less houses for companies like this but they also take a fee off the transaction so if the houses are higher they're gonna collect more fees next we have luxury home sales rise 42 percent in first quarter far outpacing the seven percent growth in affordable home sales People are out there buying fancy, fancy homes. Now let's take a quick look, look at fundamentals. So Redfin in 2020 grew 13.6% revenue. In 2019, 60%. In 2018, 31.5%. So historically, it's been a huge growth. In the future, this company is expected to grow 24.1% for the next three to five years. So historically and future, expecting strong growth rate. Redfin is also positive in cash flow from operations and is expected to be profitable in earnings by end of 2020. Three. if we take a look at their balance sheet redfin also has a strong one right they have about 1.1 billion dollars in cash and about 573 million dollars in debt now again more cash than debt they are positive in cash flow from operations and they are also close to achieving probability so great things for redfin now if we take a look at analysts there's about 11 looking at redfin they don't seem to be as bullish as they were for zillow they four give it a buy seven give it a hold and zero give it a sell right now the average price is 86 dollars and 13 cents and that's a 31 percent up from where the stock is at right now all right so the third company we are going to take a look at is matterport this is going to be a spec and we're going to see that in a bit um but this is uh more of a a 3D camera. So with their 3D cameras and with their application, you're able to take uh, immersive 3D shots of the Product or whatever you're trying to show. Right now, it's very, very strong in the 3D market, in the real estate market, especially with the overall COVID situation, right? People would rather stay home and just look at everything from their computer. So, this is currently traded under the NASDAQ as ticker GHVI. And right now, from its all time high, the stock has pulled back about 44.7%, a crazy, crazy pullback. And I don't know if I mentioned it's sitting at $13.51. So, it's close to that nominal value for SPACs. So some recent news for Matterport that's super interesting on April 4, 20. So about six days ago, they finally an- launched their application to Android um, in 175 countries. This is going to bring a whole new level of people using their application and using their services here's another picture of how Matterport is used you can see here if you're trying to rent out this property if you're trying to sell this property the buyer can see everything about it and and this is one thing I really like about Matterport is how they're showing their innovative process so right now right it's pretty much just this 3D immersive picture but within that 3D immersive one can collect a lot of data like dimensions measurements and stuff like that and that's where they're trying to move forward next we can see that they're not only being used by real estate but they're also being used by architectures engineering construction companies travel and hospitality right if you want to go to a hotel or a quick stay you're able to see where you're staying at a 3d immersive view repair and insurance if something happens you can use their cameras as well to kind of see how the damage is done and insurance companies can instead of going they can see everything from from their main base industrial facilities are also using this at the moment another thing i like less than 10 percent of total revenue comes from the top 10 customers so they have a lot and a lot of customers making plenty of revenue so it's not a one team not not one customer is really driving the show for matterport at the moment now let's take a quick look at their transaction summary. The overall value this company is going to be given is two point nine billion dollars at ten dollars right now. It's at thirteen dollars, right? Thirteen and some change. So it's about a thirty-five percent increase. This company does have a nice portion of cash, right? They have about seven hundred million dollars, and that's good because unfortunately, right now Matterport is not profitable. Even if we take a look at a beta, they're not expected to be profitable in the beta urgence till twenty twenty-four. If you guys know anything about me, I kind of stopped looking at things after two three years so 2023 is probably the the max i would look but they are expecting strong revenue growth for 2020 they ex- expected about 85 million dollars in revenue um so we can see 85 million dollars in revenue to a 2.8 billion dollar valuation some people might be like hey jose this is crazily expensive and that might be true right it's one of the risks Alright, so now let's take a look at my overall thoughts. And before I do my old tier, all of these, the major, major risk I want to say for them is there's a lot of competitions kind of entering this real estate market, mainly on Redfin and Zillow side. We keep seeing a lot of new companies doing this. The other thing is, right now, even though they are expected to be profitable, they're still not profitable at the moment. So I do think they will be very volatile, very, very volatile for the next few quarters. Matterport is a whole different story, right? This is a spec, one that's not expected to be profitable anytime soon so the volatility in that one is a lot higher and because it's not expected to be profitable anytime soon the overall risk of the comp right there's a lot more risk in that side of Matterport now let me kind of talk about how I would rank them All right, so now let me give my overall thoughts on each stock, right? So Redfin and Zillow, I think both of them would be very similar marked against each other. They will probably both be a low tier two in my portfolio if I was ever to buy, right? Both of them are expected to see crazy revenue and both of them are expected to be gap profitable within the next two years. And they're also have a very, very strong balance sheet and continue to expand into new markets. So Redfin and Zillow, they're more like that growth stock but one that has already proven himself the third one would probably have to be matterport so matterport to me right now i would kind of even though i might get some some hate for this i would call it more of a speculative play the reason for that is they're not expected to be profitable anytime soon even when we take a look at a beta rate at a beta's, right? And the beta's, they're not expected to be profitable until 2024. So, this is more of a speculative play, right? The amount of revenue that they have right now, based on their price to sell, is also a bit intense. Um, but regardless, this is a pretty cool market. We're seeing them really expanding with a huge, huge amount of customers. So, I can definitely see the potential growth in here. Because of that, it will only be a tier three stock. Tier three stocks are usually safe for my high speculative play this is a company if it does well it could do great returns in one portfolio and even a small position can become a big position with big gains so that's it for today's episode i hope you guys enjoy it make sure to stay tuned and see you next time